Hello, Hellcats. Welcome back to a new week of Ew, That's Creepy. This week, we will be talking about some haunted forests. Melissa is going to start by telling Jackie about two haunted forests located in California. One has even become a popular TikTok spot. Let's get creepy. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Ew, That's Creepy. Today, we're actually getting spooky. I'm so excited, guys, because this week we are talking about haunted forests. And today, which I first of all love that theme, let me just say that. I I love woods and forests. So, and something about I feel like as a kid, I always pretended that the woods were haunted. I don't know why. It was just like, ooh. Yeah, if you didn't, like, run around in the woods and pretend they were haunted as a kid, go do it after this episode. (laughs) Um, And I'm really excited, too, today because these ones I found, they're really famous, but I have never heard of them. And these are ones that, like, this first one had, like, five different ghosts that were in there. It was like, you'll see this one, and then there's this one, and there's also this one. The hang. And these two, so I chose, I'm going to tell Jackie about... Two haunted forests in California. Mm. We love California up in here. Yep. Definitely, guys, you have to look both of these up and look the pictures up because these were giving, I was saying to Jackie, it was giving me American Horror Story season one vibes when Dr. Ben Harmon's sexy ass is running and he's like, in that episode when the creepy guy is following him when he's on his jog, it reminded me of that like desert but you'll also turn and there will be plants and cactuses and then like a forest. Does it remind you at all of Twilight? No. Oh. It's too desert. Twilight is oh. like very forest. Both of these are kind of like forest and desert and not like that. No. Well, I'm glad you said that then because I kind of was thinking like Twilight vibes. No, that's why I said think in season one, literally, when Dr. Ben Harmon goes on that run, and he's, like, half kind of in the woods, half in, like, sand, and, like, that type of thing. Right before he masturbates and cries, right? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that, like, literally the scene before? Precisely. Okay, Thank you. (laughs) So, that's when everyone will know. You guys know the scene. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all know. (laughs) Uh, And let us know how you guys are feeling about American Horror Stories. Yes. Jackie and I loved it. We could talk about that on Mm. our IG if you guys wanted. Yeah, I loved that. So, the first one, let's get into it, is Elfin Forest in California. Even the name is like, ooh. Elfin? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, E-Elfin around? Like, if you're an elf? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Elfin, uh-huh. Elfin it up. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so like I said, this one has so many different ghost stories. We love it. And it's named one of the most haunted places in California. Give me that. And (laughs) Elfin Forest is one of the most haunted forests in the world. The forest is located in Escondido near San Diego. There is a large fence surrounding the forest, and it has this really pretty sign that says Elfin Forest. Like, it looks very cute and enchanted but and elf much elf 
The area surrounding Elfin Forest is often referred to as Quest Haven, and that area too is known for a lot of uh, spiritual experiences, paranormal experiences. Um, and the forest is very close to a famous psychic village called Harmony Grove. And there is even a Harmony Grove spiritual center. And that's where all the psychics in the town come and meet. That's so <clears> cool. <throat> I already want to go here. Right? Sometimes the psychics will answer questions or like give their opinions about hauntings in Elfin Forest. Love it. Oh. I know. I love that. I'm like, the psychic should have like a walk through the forest and host it and have people walk through and be like, (laughs) you said a wop. (laughs) I was like, uh, like Meg and Cardi B. (laughs) Oh my gosh. No. If they they want to. A spirit walk. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever they want to have in the forest is up to them. So. The forest is surrounded by winding roads. There's a lot of hiking paths. There are many trees and that kind of thing. Some of them are overgrown onto the roads and onto the paths. So To spookify it up, you already know it. (laughs) It's like someone purposely did that. Yeah, let them grow. Let them grow out. There is also very little cell phone reception. Also spooky. It adds to the creepiness. It totally makes me think of it a... Horror movie when a girl is, like, going to get lost and she's like, no reception. And then she starts running and trips over the overgrown tree and the thing and falls to her death. Oh, totally. Or breaks an ankle and the guy just comes up and, like, kills her. Yeah. The typical thing. Love that. (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) Anyway. Currently, it looks like the area right now is sadly being developed with, like, housing units and rentals. No! I know. It makes me sad. Why do they... I know it's that damn California. People are always going there, but it's still sad when an area like this is going to be this beautiful natural forest, and then all around it is going to be these modern housing units, but... Still, guys, go look at pictures because it's gorgeous, and in the article I was looking at, I will list below by Hidden San Diego, the author put a ton of pictures from their hike and there was vines mushrooms a snake all these beautiful trees and flowers but then Uh there was also some weird things because there was a baby doll head on a stick oh god (laughs) and a noose hanging from a tree and then there was just one of those little faces on a tree with its tongue out oh i like those i do too i think they're cute me too. The baby doll had that was creepy. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. So a lot of people believe that the forest is haunted because of a large number of Native American artifacts that were found throughout the forest. Oh, history. Always the Native American things that seem to be tied to hauntings. Means a lot of energy. Energy. Stays on that land. Yep. People still to this day are finding little Native American trinkets and things like that. And I think that people actually still go there and search for them um, to see what they can find. And it's kind of cool because the pictures and languages that have been able to be found on those little artifacts are similar. um, Well, actually the same as other kind of Native American things that have been found in the San Diego area. So it's kind of cool because it could be like the same tribe or maybe the Elfin Forest was a meeting for all these tribes. Kind of cool. Yeah, I like that. Could be creepy. 
<laughs> the most famous ghost sighting at Elfin Forest is the notorious floating lady in white. Some say the woman is a white witch. Many others say that the woman was murdered in the woods with her son and is still out there searching for him. Very tragic. Sad. I know. This tale is very similar to, to the Mexican tale of La Lorena, a woman who wears white and weeps for her deceased children. Um, however, I read that uh, the psychics living nearby at Harmony Grove Spiritual Center have claimed that they did see a woman in white there for a very long time. Ooh. But she has now crossed over. Oh, well, that much is good, I guess. I know. I'm like, good for her for crossing over. Yes, girl. <laughs> Crossover. Crossover. You can do it. It is sad. It's like sad, though, that even they said they saw her. So that one has some weight to it. Mm -hmm. Another of the most famous reports of Elfin Forest being haunted is that um, a lot of people say it's haunted because in the early 20th, early 20th century, a large group of gypsies were living in the area surrounding the forest. People started settling down in um, the California area. And they didn't want the gypsies living there. So they were asking them to leave and the gypsies were holding their ground and like, no, we're staying. And apparently they said, leave or we will kill whoever is left. And sadly they did. And apparently they slaughtered all of the gypsies who no. remained living in Elfin Forest. Okay, there is not any real historical evidence, though, I could find on that. Mm. So that could be a rumor. Yeah, but it's like every single article that you read says that's the reason why, you know, it's like one of those places where they'll be like, this was where an insane asylum burned down. But you're like, okay, is there a record of that? Yeah, like, why wouldn't that be in a newspaper article? But, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was so long ago that, like, True. there wasn't a record. But that is why a lot of people say um, when the gypsies were slaughtered, they placed a curse on Elfin Forest and the area surrounding it. Ooh, spooky, spooky. Okay, this is my favorite ghost. So, this is a ghost of a witch riding on a large black stallion wearing a long black cloak that covers her face. That's dope. In an article written by Patch, they claim that the witch is said to be the most powerful presence in the forest. Wow, that sounds pretty cool. Like, that's, like, out of Game of Thrones or something. Yeah, like, make a movie about this. They should, like, make a little movie or American Horror Stories about all the ghosts in this forest. Yeah. Legend goes that when someone enters the forest, the witch senses it and is able to leave a spiritual mark on that person. If that person ever tries to enter the forest again, she will kill them. Oh, God. Those individuals who have seen the witch and gotten away from her claim that she does ride in on a large black stallion, but it is totally silent and floats in in mist. Wow. That sounds super cool, Dram but also creepy. Dramatic. She's here for the drama. Mm -hmm. No one really gets a clear view of her, so there, there's not like a description of her face or anything. But rumors are that if you do get a glimpse of her eyes, there is a green laser light that will kill the person making eye contact. <laughs> I'm like, okay, but how would we know about that if the person died? Yeah, this sounds like a Disney short or something. Like what Ichabod Disney? Crane. <laughs> I could see it. I was going to say, what Disney short has a woman on a stallion with laser beam lights? Ichabod Crane. <laughs> Even though it's like from the 50s, that little short came out. This would be like... It 
Ichabodia crane. <laughs> Ica bitch crane. <laughs> Love it. Um, so there are also stories in that patch article about truck drivers who are driving by Elfin Forest and claim that the witch follows them and drives them to insanity and forces them to crash their vehicle. There are also reports that the witch will follow a vehicle and induce paralysis and make the driver crash. Wow. She's harsh. I know. It's brutal out here in the Edwin Forest. <laughs> Edwin. Wait, what is it called again? <laughs> Elfin. <laughs> Sorry. Elfin. Edwin's Forest. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, my bad. Thank you. <laughs> Um, okay. There are rumors. This is actually so funny. I just said this. There actually are rumors that there was an insane asylum once operating in this area, but that's never been confirmed. I can't believe I said that earlier. Of course there is. My bad. Yeah, so, um, I did read that in a couple articles, but that's not confirmed. And as with all good haunted places, there's another rumor that there's a house that has cult activities in Virtual. <laughs> <laughs> of course there is. In that rituals. too. Of the, course there's cult rituals, sacrifices, I'm though? sure. Are you surprised that I can't confirm that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, damn it. I thought there'd be a newspaper article on that. I know, right? <laughs> I thought there was a Netflix documentary about the whole dollhouse, but there's not. Damn it. I know. Uh, poop. Uh, the last legend. Um, this one girl. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I can get this one out. Okay. The last legend I kept seeing was that there's reports of a 10-foot owl that will appear from the void. <laughs> What? Oh a ten foot owl? Owl. So it's like it's bigger than a human. Yes. And it will <laughs> appear from the forest after midnight. Legend says that the owl will swoop down and pick up its victims. And some even say that the owl uses its victims as a sacrifice. I put quote not sure who's receiving that sacrifice. <laughs> God, that is so funny. It's like Mothman, basically. <laughs> basically. Oh my God. That's too much. <laughs> Has that been confirmed? <laughs> Are there articles about that? Well, some say that if you're in your vehicle, the owl will swoop down on the top of the car and use one of its many powers to kill the passengers. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh my God. There are apparently even more rumors and stories about the owl, but the people who know them are too afraid to speak of its power. Um, okay. Oh my God. That's what I want to find out for myself. Yeah. Oh, we need to go here and confirm this for Not ourselves. that I'm saying I don't believe people. <laughs> that is just crazy. Like swooping down and just stealing someone. I know. And it's like, what powers does it have? And it's, it's like, how there? would there be hella reports of people going missing in the forest? You would think. But, okay. Finally, the last thing I will add is that a lot of people visit the forest in hopes of seeing something paranormal. Um, but, you know, a lot of people, it's more, it's kind of rare. It's 
there are all these ghost stories, but I couldn't find, you know, people who are saying, I actually saw this. It's just like, there are reports of this and this and this. Yeah. But there were a lot of people who just say that you have this, like, weird feeling there and you get bad anxiety and sometimes, like, bad nausea out of nowhere. So there was common reports of that where people were like, it just feels bad. There are also um, videos on YouTube about Elfin Forest. There's actually, for all my little YouTubers out there, you guys are probably actually going to hate me because I don't even know if I'm pronouncing this right, but Fozzie Rug, I know that's a really famous YouTuber. He visited Elfin Forest a couple years ago and made a video on it that has over 2 million views. Oh, so must be a good one. I didn't watch this because the next story I'm going to talk about, I watch YouTube videos and it was like all of them. I was such a waste of time. I felt like so I didn't watch this one, but he said in the uh, description that he had a super weird feeling here the entire time. And like when he drove up, he just had a bad feeling and that he would probably not go back here again. Oh, yikes. So, if you guys want to see footage, there are so many YouTube videos about it. And yeah, I kind of just want to see people actually walking through it. It's oh, it's so gorgeous. And there are a lot of pictures of that, so. Cool. Yeah. So, the next one we'll talk about, also in Cali, Haunted Forest, a.k.a. Enchanted Forest, a.k.a. The Cobb Estate. Wow. Yeah. So it's the, called what? What is the actual name of it? The Cobb Estate. Like, oh. corn on the cob. Cobb salad. Yeah. Oh, my God. The thing I would do for a cob salad right now. Right. Or a tomato sandwich. Girl. Jackie and my mom this summer have been addicted to literally just fresh tomatoes on bread with mayonnaise. It's so effing good. Fresh garden tomatoes with salt and pepper and mayo. Can you heard it every first. single day of my life. So the next forest <laughs> that I'm going to talk about um, is, like I said, Haunted Forest. Love it. Or Enchanted Forest. Love it. Or Haunted Cobb Salad Forest. Love it. <laughs> this one also, too, is like totally American Horror Story Season 1. Yes. Um. So the reason why it has this name is that... The Cobb Estate was first built by Charles Cobb, a wealthy lumber magnate. Lumber what? Magnate. A lumber... Oh, what's that word? Tycoon. You know uh, that word? Yeah. I don't know. It's just something they use for, like, a wealthy businessman. They had all those <laughs> names back then. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Charles Cobb built this mansion west of Pasadena with the haunted forest behind his large estate. Um, so in 1918, Charles Cobb was living at this 107-acre estate. It was this huge mansion. But by 1939, he passed away, and his estate was left to the Pasadena Masons. Following his death, the Pasadena Masons took it over, and then it was passed on to the Sisters of St. Joseph, and then in 1956, the Marx Brothers bought the estate. So if you don't know, wow, the Marx Brothers were a comedy act made up of four brothers in the early 1900s to the mid-1900s. It was kind of similar to like the Three Stooges, that kind of old comedy. So this place has some herstory. You know it does. Um, so yeah, they bought it. And when the Marx Brothers bought it, they actually said that um, they were there were a lot of reports of strange occurrences at the estate. 
Already? Wow. So, before they bought it, I believe that it was, like, vacant for a little bit because they had bought it and I don't think moved away, moved in right away because, like, they're rich and they don't have to. There were people around town talking and saying that there were a lot of strange sounds and figures being seen and eerie lights coming from the estate in the woods surrounding it when it was dark and no one was supposed to be there. Now, a lot of people are pointing out that obviously teenagers and young people go to abandoned and vacant places to mess around or make out, even though it's in the like 1950s, people still did that. And they also said that there could have been squatters or like crime or homeless people. So it was kind of 50-50. Like half of the town was like, I think there's just like, it's vacant and people are messing around up there. And the other half was like, no, that place is haunted. Something's going on. (laughs) Either way, the Marx Brothers took the rumors very seriously and they believed that the place was haunted as well and that they had some strange like occurrences there. So by 1959, just three years after they bought it, the Marx Brothers destroyed the now dilapidated estate. Oh. So the land then sat unused and vacant until 1971. Wow, that's some serious believing. Right? Sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. I was just like, wow, that's really serious to tear down a nice estate. And it was like a huge mansion. Yeah. We didn't have pictures of it or anything because they tore down. When the town had... Oh my gosh, guys. I used to, okay, sorry, pause, side story. I used to have those boss and he was the best thing ever. And I worked in an internship with Mm -hmm. him and he was so nice and amazing. And he would never swear. He would never say no to people. So he would say yes and take on like 500 tasks for the town because we were a nonprofit. And when he was like overwhelmed as hell, he would always be like, freak. He would never swear. He would just say freak really dramatic, and I love it. I miss it. And I also watched Harry Potter yesterday, and it does kind of sound like Aunt Petunia again. A freak. A freak. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so um, the land was unused until 1971. And the town was like, we'll turn it into a cemetery. Yay! But the locals were like, hell no. Everyone already says it's haunted and our property value will go way down. <laughs> so then they didn't. It's a good argument. And they didn't. They were good. like, uh, okay, we're not going to do that. And I thought this was really cool. In an article written by Atlas Obscura, they point out that the Cobb estate was saved when an anonymous donation was sent to the city, allowing them to buy the whole property. Wow. Mm-hmm. Pretty uh, big donation. Yeah, this is, like, very, like, horror movie sounding. Yeah. Today, the large property has turned into a popular hiking spot, of course. The only piece of the Cobb Mansion that stands is a plaque. Um, Like, it has the steps where you would have walked up to the house, like, these grand steps for outside, and that's it. Meh. Ugh. And the steps have some vandalism on there. Freak. Freak. Like, why do people do that? (laughs) The gate that once kept others out of the estate is now the entrance to the hiking trail. So let's get on to the ghost stuff. Yes. It is reported that still to this day, odd lights are seen moving around the forest when no one else is there. It's commonly reported that odd sounds and screams or laughter can be heard coming from the forest. People say that they have the sensation of being watched or being touched by something unseen. 
And, of course, there are reports that there's a cult that uses the woods as a meeting place to perform its rituals. Of course there is. You know there is. Is there an asylum in this one, too, or no? I can't remember. There probably will be. I don't want to say no, because you never know. <laughs> um, so I found this article by WTF Wanderers. <laughs> this girl, her, I think her name is Julia. She was really cute and funny, and she said that she found the Cobb estate on TikTok. Oh, that's cool. So people on TikTok must be saying it's Modern. Haunted. Yeah, TikTok. Oh, my God. I don't have TikTok, but I guess people are saying it's haunted. That's why I couldn't look and verify. So someone verify that. In the article, um, so she went to, she said that a friend asked her to go to this haunted TikTok place, and it was Cobb Estate Trails and, like, this the whole little area. So she said that, like, nothing really happened when they were on the trail, but there's one spot that's called Gravity Hill nearby, and the legend of Gravity Hill is that there was a school bus that got into an accident and sadly killed all the children on board. Oh, God. Very trick-or-treat. If you go to the hill, you're supposed to put your car in neutral, and even though you're on the hill, your vehicle supposedly will move back upward up the hill. Wow. So, the author of this article uh, went to the hill and put her car in neutral, and shockingly, she said it did start to move backwards up the hill. And she said that, you know, people were like, it could be an optical illusion from sitting in your car just looking at the ground thinking you're moving. But she said for sure they were in a bush when they stopped, and before they had put their car in neutral, they were not in a bush. So, she was like, no, we were definitely farther up. That's cool. In a creepy way. Yeah. It's possible that there's, like, some odd magnetic things going on on True. the ground, you know. Like, there could be, there definitely could be a reason, and I'm sure there are articles where people are, like, the debunking this. But I like the mystery, so if you guys want to debunk it, debunk it on your own. <laughs> In another article written by Eli Countryman for the Daily Bruin, he visited the Cobb Estate and went at night to enhance the creepiness. So... Eli, um, he's an author. He actually has a whole little series where he goes to supposedly haunted places in L.A. So Google that name if you want a ton of L.A. spookiness. Eli Countryman. (laughs) So in his article, he went with a friend who brought a camera to take pictures. Uh, Eli said that they pulled up and he said that there's a sign in front of the gate that reads, A Quiet Refuge for People and Wildlife Forever. Oh. But emphasis on forever. It's kind of weird. A quiet refuge for people and wildlife forever. He was like, it seemed foreboding. Like, they, mm, like yeah. it meant ghosts. Could be cute, though. Eli also said that when they pulled up, his friend went to take pictures. And before they even began, he was seeing light streaks in his camera when he was trying to take pictures. <laughs> so the two brushed it off and assumed it was just camera troubles. But ghost gang know what that means. We know. As they went along, the two got to the Cobb Estate ruins, and they stood on the steps, just looked around, you know. He said it was honestly, like, very beautiful. They didn't really have anything else to do um, because they weren't really experiencing anything. Eli said he did notice what looked like a humanoid white thing in the woods looking out at them. However, when he got closer, he said it was an odd white rock. And he took a picture. It's, like, really weird, though, because it's dark out, and this rock is, like, white. Like, why is it white? It just looks so odd. That is so weird. Mm Mm-hmm. Very weird. 
The two continued on their hike, noting, you know, it's so beautiful and it's quiet, crickets chirping, everything like that. Eli did say he distinctly heard the sound of a child giggling further down on the trail. But he's, yeah, he said he did think, though, that it probably was just a child further down on the trail. But I was like, I thought you said you went at night. Yeah, why would there be kids there at night? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. I was like, mm, okay, that's weird. Either way, Eli and his friend continued on, and they said that there wasn't anything distinctly paranormal that happened. So they started to go back to the entrance of the gate, and they were stopped by a police officer who said he was actually searching for a missing woman. Oh, my God. Now, this article was written by Eli in October 2018. I was going through articles, and in July of 2019, there was actually a deceased body found on the trail going through Cobb Estate. Ooh. The body of a woman. (gasps) But that was all police gave up. Oh, so that could have been legit. They did say the body was found by a hiker, and he was just walking on the trail, and he saw a tent with an incredibly bad smell, and I think he could, like, see a head, so he kind of just knew, and he called police just right away. Ugh. So, it's really weird, because the body was incredibly decomposed, like, very Hmm. decomposed. And even in the police article... They mentioned it was really odd because the trail is a super popular trail and, like, where it was found wasn't a popular spot, so. How would people not smell that? Exactly. Like, everyone just said that was really odd that she was so decomposed in this tent and people walk that trail all the time. Like, people take their kids and their dogs on this trail. Wow. But it's odd because, like, Eli's article was before that. It does kind of seem like, hmm. They were looking, the police were looking for someone, and then a couple months later, there's a report of someone being found. And that's not the only article I found about a body being found near Cobb Estate. In November 2010, the Pasadena Star News reported that hikers walking through nearby trails found a deceased body. Hmm. This time, the hikers were on more of a remote trail, so it was like less weird. They were kind of just like, they were walking in a spot that people don't typically walk. Yeah. Police didn't say if the body was male or female, but it had faced months of decomposition. Ooh. On the surface, it didn't seem like there was foul play, like that they could just see right off the bat, but they also really couldn't say because they said, like, it was just so decomposed. Yeah. Then again, in 2013, police were called to Cobb Estate hiking trails after a hiker reported seeing a man's body hanging from an electrical tower. Oh, my God. Police believe that the death was a suicide. That's sad. So, last but not least, I watched some YouTube videos because there are so many YouTube videos exploring Cobb Estate. One was on a YouTube page called Sam and Colby. I think they do a lot of... They have to do a ton of ghost shit. Like, I think that's their entire page because this video was called Chased by a Cult at Enchanted Forest Cobb Estate. Ew. They're clearly going for drama. This video has over 8 million views. Okay, let me just say, I am not bashing them in any way, but this is, like, one of those things that it was just, like, almost irritating to watch because it's, like, four guys, and they're just, like, walking around, like, broing out the whole time. And I was just, like, some good shit happened. 
<laughs> but anyway, so they do go there, and I will say they are walking there at night, and I can't, let me just say too, I'm not saying this is like accurate. This isn't a ghost investigation. This isn't EVPs or anything. This is literally four dudes with a fucking video camera. But it had a lot of views, so I watched it. And they're walking through the woods and doing their thing, and they do specifically hear a woman's voice yell, help me. Ew. Like, it was very clear. It seemed very legit. They did nothing about it. They just kept on going. They, <laughs> like, kind of assumed it was a ghost or people fooling around. People were literally ripping them to shreds in the comments saying, like, this could have been a crime occurring, and you're just treating it like it's a joke. Like, always call police if you hear someone in the woods yelling help yeah. me. Yeah. Well, even, like, even if you think it's a joke or not, PSA, everybody, call the <laughs> police. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. They also said that they heard someone yell out, I see you. Ew, that is really, that's really creepy. Yeah, and you kind of, you definitely could hear it. It was weird. So the group just, like, continues on down the trail. They're kind of like, let's just move away from that, the sounds of that. Um, but they keep feeling like they, they're they saying that people are watching them and they can hear people, like, around the trail moving around them. And they're like, oh, it has to be the call that's here. And whatever. And so they continue on, and they're saying, you know, like, it's getting colder, and it feels weird. And once again, they hear the sounds of a woman yelling from the woods, and they just keep going. Then they distinctly hear a male voice yell, call 911. Ew. And they just keep walking. What the heck? Okay. It's like literally people in a scary movie when they're going to get killed. Yeah. They keep hearing laughing behind them, and it seems to be just, like, all around them at this point. So... They claim that they see people, like, laughing behind them and running up behind them on bikes. So they start just, like, sprinting and saying that there are bikes chasing them. I couldn't see that, but they say that people were all around them, and so they sprint and they leave. Okay. They do come back at a later time, like, an hour later. They, like, drive around, I guess, and then they come back, and when they go back, they, like go farther in and they do find like where the actual Cobb estate was in the steps there were like a couple little rocks and they found a woman's glasses and bobby one bobby pin sitting on a rock and like that was kind of strange too like at that point i would have been calling the police that's kind of what i'm saying i don't i really don't know why they're calling not calling the police and then like it's almost just like, okay, this is either staged or it's not staged and they're making themselves look really bad by putting this up and not exactly at least telling the police. That is what people were saying in the comments. But whatever. That's not my opinion. Exactly. People so, can make your own opinion about it. Yep. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I was like, oh my gosh, that was so staged. So I watched another video by a page called Anthony Trigueros. And he and two other friends did the same thing. This one's, like, all the same. Very bro. Like, very, like, oh, my God. It's, like, why? How do these videos even get on YouTube? But, okay. And they're running around. And, like, it's not a ghost video or anything. But the same thing kind of happens with them. Like, you can't see anything. But probably after 10 minutes, they run out saying that they saw people and heard people around the trail. And they got really scared. So, still creepy, even if, yeah, it is just them broing. That's super creepy. Exactly. So that was kind of the same thing, like, the Sam and Colby guys. I will give it to them. At the end of their video, they actually, like, at least said, honestly, we didn't feel that paranormal, but it feels like there are actually, like, weird people here. 
Like, oh, yeah, so even it, if it's not ghosts, it's just not a safe environment. Exactly. So I'll give it to Sam and Colby. Like, their, that video, they did say that at the end, that they were like, I don't think it's paranormal, but, like, honestly, like, I think it's dangerous to go here, and even if these people are just joking around, like, it's still creepy that they're doing this. Yeah, that's super creepy, because who just has time to wait in the woods all day for, it, like, to scare people, basically? In the Sam and Colby video, they were there at night. Like, it had to be past midnight, because it was pitch black. That's like, even if you are thinking that's funny, that's super weird to try to scare people in the dark. Yeah. So, now that I'm talking about it, I don't think their video is, like, now that I'm saying it, I don't know if they could stage it, because this is a public park. Like, there could have been other people they ran into, just, I don't know. Either way, it does seem that a lot of people go here at night. And the last thing I'll say is, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna give the ladies a chance on YouTube. Yes. Watch a video called Afterlife Thrill Seekers. This one was nice. They were just walking around at a good pace, not running. (laughs) Cool. I was like, thank you, ladies. (laughs) So the one girl, I swear, in the video said that she had a weird feeling just walking up to it. Like, just thought the feeling here was weird. So they didn't, again, they didn't really get anything paranormal. But when they were leaving the trail, they actually recorded a search and rescue team pulling up. Oh, my God. And this was just in November 2020. So this was after (laughs) all of the bodies already have been found. Wow. So, okay, that kind of just goes that even if there are go- aren't are ghosts, this is probably not a safe area, and we do not advocate going and here so, at night. And so many people in the articles are like, and I just come to this trail all the time, and it's so safe. And I'm like, but... Yeah, maybe during the day, but at night, it seems like a totally different environment. Exactly. And I'm like, but no one is piecing together that there are... And I'm like wondering... The is bodies, there a serial killer? I was just going to say, the bodies that were found were so decomposed. Maybe there's a serial killer, and this is their spot to just, like, dump, dump decomposed bodies because they know people come here at night all the time. It wouldn't be honestly weird to see someone here at night. You could be like, I'm ghost hunting. You know what I mean? That's super creepy. I don't know. I don't know. That's spooky. But like I said, there's a ton of YouTube videos on both of these forests. Ghost hunting and not. If you guys just want videos of people walking around, both of these places are beautiful. Do I recommend going to either of them at night? No. Go during the daytime, please. Yeah, I agree. <sighs> even if the even if the people aren't weird, uh, if you're going to the first one, if you're going to Elfin, you're going to run into... A demon stallion and a 10-foot owl and a call and an insane asylum and gypsies. All of the things. (laughs) So watch out for that, guys. (laughs) I do do love the ghost stories, though. Even as outlandish as they are, they're fun. I know. I like them, too. They make me happy. (laughs) I know. I do, too. I really want to go to both of these. Me, too. Later on, when our podcast is bigger and we have Patreon and stuff, we should totally have a series where we go to these forests. Yes. Faux show. Love it. Let us know what you guys thought. Let us know if you guys have ever been to these places. That would be so cool if any of you guys have. Yeah, I love that when we did the spooky roads, one of our, somebody actually commented on our Instagram page. I'm sorry, girl. I can't remember what your Instagram name was, but you guys can go look on our Instagram page. She commented and said that she was very familiar with the roads and like basically that the stories were true and she had heard the same thing. So I love that some of you listeners have actually been here and keep telling us more. Even if it is the spooky roads, tell us more. But if you've been to these forests, definitely tell us. Yeah. Even if you were there and you're like, I felt nothing, let us know. Yeah. (laughs) Even if you were there during the day, just regular old hiking, we want to know. Hell yeah. That was fun. I like this one. I like it too. Yay. Yay. (laughs) 
kitties are happy. Woo! Hellcats are happy. Hellcats out. We're ready for fall. Yeah, Hellcats out. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. Let us know what you thought. We love you guys, and we appreciate you guys, as always. We do, and enjoy the last couple days or weeks of your summer. We're charging up for fall. We are. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. How do you finish? Want to creep on us? Follow us on social media at ew, that's creepy podcast, or send us an email at ew, that's creepy podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, creepy cats.